There are five basic ways you can respond to somebody who says hurtful things to you. The first one is to gather information. The second is to ask for your needs and wants. Three is celebrate their no. The fourth is don't become the offender. And number five, set boundaries. Now I'm gonna go through all five of them for you. The first one, gather information. The first thing to recognize is when everybody, anybody is saying something hurtful, they're having an emotion. And that emotion is all about them and not about you. Now I know we all think people make us feel stuff, but if you've watched my videos in the, fa in the past, I've referenced a book called How Emotions Are Made by Lisa Feldman Barrett. Now she's in the top 1% of all scientists cited for her work in the world because of what she's discovered about emotions. And what she has discovered about how emotions are made and how they work is they are learned behaviors. And no matter if you're 30, 50, 80 years old, when you have an emotion. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. In the present moment, you're actually reliving an emotion from childhood. It's being brought forward. And so you're having a life experience that's really based on your past, that you are actually doing to yourself. We all create our own emotional reaction. Perfect example of this is just think cultures. Certain cultures, like if you eat, and I think it's Asia, if you slurp your food and make tons of noise, the, the woman or whoever made the food would have an incredibly joyous emotion because it's culturally accepted to make tons of more noise when you eat. Now in America, it's the exact opposite. You, you know, it's like you'd get a terrible emotion. So you see, we all learn these emotions in childhood from these experiences, these definitions we all place on things. And so we're always just bringing emotion from the past into the present. So what that means when someone's being hurtful to you is it usually has nothing to do with you. It's unhealed pain and emotion from the past. They're seeing a situation. I'm not saying your actions may not have been hurtful. It's quite possible. You know, I mean, there are some really awful things that, that people have done. But what I am saying you know, and I'm not saying we should be let off the hook for that, but what I am saying is their emotional reaction is theirs. So the first thing to recognize when somebody is saying hurtful things to you is whatever's going on emotionally is within them, and it usually has nothing to do with you. So since we all create our own emotions, and we all choose our thoughts, feelings, and actions, and nobody ever makes us think, feel, believe, or do anything because of how emotions are made. That's why we need to ask and gather information. So when that hurtful comment comes to you, ask them, what are you feeling right now? What's going on? In other words, ignore the content of what they're saying. We all tend to want to defend ourselves because of our own emotions from the past, probably in childhood when mom and dad yelled at you or you got accused of something. And so you're also reacting from that childlike state. We're not present in that moment. We're, we, as the listener, 
and the person hearing the hurtful thing, we're having our own past emotion about it. So instead of getting tied up reliving our past unhealed pain against ourselves, gather information. What's going on with you right now? Sounds like you're really hurt and upset. What are you feeling? In other words, don't make it about you. Gather information about them. Something in their heart is hurting and they don't know how to deal with it because they haven't healed the pain from the past. If we react from our own unhealed pain, now we basically have two offenders. And I'll get to that in a little bit. Number two, ask for your needs and wants. Thing to recognize is everybody has their own needs and wants. And so many times someone who's saying hurtful things is not asking for their needs and wants. And also, we don't have to stand in front of abusive people, people saying hurtful things or unkind things, regardless if it's tied to our own pain from the past. It's our responsibility to make our needs and wants known. They can't read our minds. And because they have different needs and wants, it's up to us to say, you know, I hear that you're having a lot of feelings right now, but this doesn't work for me. I'd love to have this conversation, but I can't hear it with all of this emotion tied to it. So, and I'm going to take myself out of the conversation for now. And if you ever decide you want to have this as more of a discussion, I'd love to have the discussion. Now, do you see, I didn't ask them to change. I didn't tell them that they had to be different. All I shared was my observation of their behavior. I took complete ownership of myself. It's my job to meet my needs and wants. It's not your job to change for me. I have to set the boundary and go, you know, this isn't working for me. And I'll say that I, I didn't put this in the example, but usually how I say it is this. I say, you know, I don't have the recovery right now to hear your feelings and um, what it is you're going through. I'm bringing up emotion from the past and trying to put it on you. So I need some time to step away and I might need to have this conversation where we're just talking about it. If that works for you, if not, I totally understand. I want you to do what works best for you, but I know for me, I don't have the emotional recovery to hear you in that elevated place. So if it never, if that ever changes and you can have a discussion about it, I'd love to have the discussion. You see, there's total ownership. I'm responsible for my feelings, thoughts, and actions. Nobody makes me do anything. It's my responsibility to ask for my needs and wants, which I did. Can we have it a little bit different? But fully accepting that they may not want it to be different. And that gets us to number three. Celebrate their no. Look, everyone gets to decide if they want to be a yeller and screamer and be abusive. They get to choose that. I get to choose if I want to be around it. Here's the beauty of it. <laughs> what people don't recognize, and this is what gets everyone in trouble, is they want to control somebody. They want to make them different than they are. But what experiences have you had with the person who stuffs their emotion and the people pleaser? Don't they eventually gut you? They get passive aggressive. They talk behind your back. They somehow get retribution on you. Because they were lying to you. They said yes. They said, oh sure, I'll change. Sure, I'll do that. But they didn't. So I personally, again, hear me set the boundary. Because I'll let you. If you like people to be people pleasers and lie to you, good for you. You can have that. I just know in my life, 
it never worked. So my favorite and most loving thing to hear from somebody is no, because it's honest, it's truthful, and I'll never pay any sort of cost for it. They'll never come and throw it in my face and say, well, I did this for you, or you owe me one, and they won't have any resentment. See, I'm free when they say no to me. But when somebody becomes a... Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. People pleaser or stands in front of abuse and thinks they can take it. Eventually, they take it out on their partner. And that's when they become the offender. They stop. They don't accept their partner in the moment. They expect them to change. They demand change by not accepting their no. And poor behavior. If someone chooses, look, don't give me that cycle babble stuff you heard from Kenny. You know, if we don't accept that, we go, well, I, I hear it doesn't work for you. I'm going to leave. But if we, you know, drop that boundary and we go, okay, okay, we can have this conversation. Eventually, we're going to turn around and we're going to be the um, offender. That happens when we demand that they be different. And you see this. I, I No offense, most of the comments I get on my posts, people are like, they really want the other person to change. They want the perpetrator to be different than they are and to be held accountable. And I'm okay with accountability. Um, I'm okay with, and what I mean by accountability is, an offender suffers the consequences of their choices. But what you see in the comments are people saying they need to be different. Well, I don't know that that's true. I don't know that person's life history. And they may be in so much pain that the best they can do is be an offender. I'm not excusing it. I'm not saying it's okay. That's another thing is people will twist my words and assume I'm saying it's okay. I'm exercising what are called boundaries. I'm looking at both sides of the equation. But this person who doesn't want to consider that the offender has been abused and hurt is now the offender because they're demanding that only this one be punished and only this one be looked at. They're not willing to look at their side of the street and their reaction to the offender. And that's our responsibility. And so when we don't take ownership of our reactions to things, that we do get passive aggressive, that we said yes, and then manipulated from that victim position, when we don't take ownership of that, we are now the offender. The only person we can ever control is ourselves. And the greatest way we offend is we demand a political party, um, religious belief, um, any sort of belief, when we demand somebody be different. Again, I have my own morals and values and needs at once that would say that behavior doesn't work for me. And I want you to have yours too. But I bet in some areas we disagree. Well, I'm going to let go of control. I'm not going to be offender and not, I'm not going to ask you to be different. That's why you'll see a lot of people that argue with me. I don't respond. They get to have their reality. 
They get to try and control me and tell me that I should view the world different. I'm celebrating that they disagree with me. Now I've made the choice that I'm not going to engage it because it goes against my morals and values to try and control somebody and tell them that they should see the world the way I see it. They get to view it that way. Now I can look at my life experience and see their comment and go, yeah, I know where that ends up, but that's just my life experience. Theirs might be different. Maybe that's worked for them. They get so much power from it, even if they feel victimized by it. Like that's the thing people forget is when we're the victim, we have the most power because we can control people from that place. We get everyone to fix things for us. We don't have to look at our side of the street. We get empathy and sympathy and we don't, we get to stay the child usually is what happens because we're getting all this empathy and sympathy and all our friends and people on social media want to fix the problem for us. And so we get to just sit back and play the victim and blame the other person. I know there's a bit, you know, a lot of people advocate that in their teaching. Do they know they're doing that? I haven't talked to them. I don't have enough information, but that's what they're doing. Well, I've never seen that work out. What I've seen is when we don't look at both sides of the equation and how each person plays a, a, a role in the dynamic, and we just tell this person, none of it, you didn't have anything to do with it. It leaves them in purgatory because it makes them susceptible to another perpetrator. Well, for me, in my world, and my needs and wants, I find that incredibly abusive to this person. They're going to get hurt again with that view because they can't see how their feelings, thoughts, and actions played a role in the dynamic. All right. And for me personally, I don't want that to happen to them. And so that's why I talk about this stuff. Now, many people don't want to change that. Well, good for you. I celebrate your no. It must be of some benefit to you and your world. And I want you to have that. That moves us on to boundaries. See, I just exercised a boundary. I, did, I get to stay here, express what works for me, take ownership of certain parts in my life where I don't have the recovery to deal with certain things. Look at their side of the street. I can have my opinions about it, but I'm not going to um, become the offender by demanding they be different. I share my experience, strength of hope of your position and where it's going to end up based on my life experience when I was a king of playing the victim and doing all these things. And I get to share my experience, strength, and hope, but I celebrate the no and go, hmm, okay, you can stay there. That's perfectly fine. And so when you, you know, there's many times in these situations, <coughs> pardon me, many times in these situations, uh, we're, we're having conversations with our partner and that's when the offense happens is we're sharing our truth and reality like I just did and they come back like I was.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply kind of talking about comments that's kind of like people coming back at me well i'm going to give you three responses to help you with this and set boundaries so you can have these discussions and protect yourself and the first one is this is let's say you've repeatedly have had a discussion with somebody and when you share your reality and your needs and wants and your morals and values they come back with hurtful comments they diminish what you say. They won't listen to what you say. Um, they somehow try to victimize you with their response. Well, here's how you could set a boundary. And usually in those situations, it comes from a person asking your opinion. Um, what do you think I should do here? What are your thoughts? And then you share your thoughts and they, boom, they clobber you. Well, here's how you handle somebody who does that. My response would be something along the lines of, you know, I appreciate you asking me for my feedback, but it's been my experience that when I share my thoughts and feelings, I recall hearing a lot of hurtful comments in return. So I've decided I'm no longer willing to share my thoughts and feelings on this topic. Do you hear? I shared my experience, strength, and hope, what I observed. I didn't say this is who you are and this needs to stop. All I said was, this is my experience. It doesn't work for me. And so I'm going to set the boundary by not having this discussion anymore. At least for me, I would take it a step further than the example I just gave you. As I said before, I would say, you know, I just don't have the recovery to have these discussions without having an emotional reaction. So I'm just not going to share my thoughts and feelings on this topic. But you're welcome to speak if I have the reserves to listen. Sometimes I don't. And I'll say, you know, I'm just, I'm not in a place where I can even hear you. So that's the first way to do it. The second way is maybe you feel like you have the reserves to engage the conversation. Try this, you know, this set this boundary before you share your thoughts and feelings. All right. And you'd say, you know, I'm willing to share my thoughts and feelings on this topic, but I ask for one thing. Would you be willing to not respond with any feedback. If you can just hear me with no feedback, I'm happy to share. Does that work for you? So do you see, I'm saying because of my experience in number one, where I get hurtful comments, maybe I'm willing, maybe I have a need to share my experience, strength, and hope. But I don't have the recovery or the desire to get any sort of negative feedback without making it about me and taking it in. So that's why I asked the question. And the key phrase is, would you be willing? Would you be willing to listen to me without any feedback? So you see, I'm expressing, I'm willing to talk about it, but I'm setting the boundary that you can't come back to me with your thoughts and feelings because my experience has been, they're usually offensive. To me, they're offensive. And so again, it's my job to ask for my needs and wants. And if I feel I don't have the boundaries 
to hear somebody without being offended, it's my responsibility to make the request. Now, they may come back with, what do you mean? I don't get to share? They're basically saying no. Okay, celebrate their no. Don't argue with them. Just go, I hear that doesn't work for you. That's fine. I'll just keep my thoughts and feelings to myself today. Boom. Do you hear how we're always taking responsibility for ourselves? We're never asking them to change because who can we control? Only ourselves. That's boundaries. This is love and celebrating the no. I know all of this is so foreign to how we all talk to each other, but that's why I teach it. Because can you see from this place? Relationship happens. Love happens. The way we've all been raised to talk and with social media and all the discourse. Well, look at the world. It's a perfect example of, at least to me, in my experience, strength, and hope, why we might want to look at a new way of dealing with this stuff. Just my reality and my needs and wants, but you get to have yours. So, the third way I would suggest setting a boundary, especially if things are rising to a level where even you make those requests and you're still dealing with somebody who's really saying hurtful things, I would set a very firm boundary and it would go something like this. You know, it's been my experience that in every time we have these discussions, they don't go well for me. Um, and it no longer works for me. So I'm wondering if you would be willing to talk to a professional so we can find a way of having these discussions so we both feel heard and supported. Is that something that works for you? If they say no, I honor it. I don't change it. But I would sit there and consider, well, wait a minute, especially if it's a romantic relationship. I know for me, it's a it is a non-negotiable. I will not engage in a relationship or a partnership with a woman unless she has absolutely no boundaries around working with professionals around getting outside help. We can't, look, I'm an expert in this stuff and, an, and enough of an expert to know that I can't see all of my dysfunction. I'm too close to it. I can't see all of the ways I'm in denial and deceiving myself, myself and all the ways that I'm perfectly imperfect and hurtful. It requires an outside expert to see those things. And so I'm, even though I know how all of this works, I know enough to know that in the moment, because we all bring our past into the present, no matter how much recovery we do, I'm going to act improperly and I'm not going to see it. And so I want a professional to be able to hold me accountable so I can deal with this stuff and grow. Well, if I, you know, if, if there was someone I was dating and they're like, what? Professional? No, I don't need a professional. Who goes to that? Boom, I'm gone. Like, no thank you. That's my boundary. I want you to have yours. But I've never seen relationships work unless a couple is willing to get outside help. That's just my life experience. There's, these topics and dynamics are too involved. And we all have too much pain from the past to be able to see ourselves objectively and be able to pursue a relationship from a truly loving boundary place. So there you go. If you'd like more solutions 
to heal the pain from the past because remember, all the feelings are coming from the past. If you want to learn about the worst day cycle, which is creating all of these dynamics, I encourage you to pick up a copy of my book, Your Journey to Success. You'll see that the discord in your relationship and in your partner or whoever's expressing hurtful things, it's all from the pain from their past and especially when you learn about stage three and stage four of the worst day cycle, it'll all make sense. You'll be like, wow, I get it now. They're blaming me, even if I was offensive, their reaction to it. Even, I'm saying this, even if I was offensive, their reaction to it is all based on their childhood and the pain they haven't dealt with. That's a pretty big statement, but it's true. And it's true for all of us. And if you want to discover that truth, pick up a copy of my book, Your Journey to Success. So there you go. There's five ways to respond to when somebody says something hurtful to you. I hope that helped you. Have a great day.